by Annabelle and Maddie. We have already had a very busy start to term three and there have been so many interesting things happening around our school. We even have a new addition to our playground. First, we pay our respects and honour to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander, elders past, present and future. We acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on this land and commit to building a brighter future together. Oliver and Cade will be interviewing Miss Field, who is the Indigenous education worker at St Anthony's. They will be discussing NADAC Week, which celebrates the history, culture and, and achievements of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. We can't wait to hear how St Anthony's will be celebrating NADAC Week this year. Thank you, Maddie and Annabelle. Welcome to Days at St A's, Miss Field. Thank you for giving up some of your time to talk with us about NADOC Week. Jingi Walla, Oliver and Kate. Can you tell us a little bit about your role as the Indigenous education worker at our school? Sure. So my role at St Anthony's is to bring the culture into our school and highlight the importance of what Indigenous people mean to St Anthony's. In your words, what would you say NAIDOC Week is about and why do we celebrate it? So NAIDOC Week is celebrated to commemorate the history and culture and also the achievements of the Indigenous people. And it's celebrated once every year. Okay. We noticed that there are some new Indigenous paintings that we're going to hang up somewhere in the school. Can you tell us about these paintings and their meaning? Sure. So these paintings were created and they're going to be hung um, near the school drop-off area. And the meaning of the paintings, they have the school symbol on them, as well as meeting places to show our St Anthony's strong community, as well as the river because we're so close to the Tweed River. Yeah. And um, we also have um, the colour of nature throughout the picture. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. It's a little bit sad that we couldn't have the NADOC week, the NADOC assembly in week two that we planned, that we had planned. Will it be rescheduled and what can we expect? So we have the Jillawarra dancers coming on the 9th of September. They were meant to come the second week, but due to COVID, they couldn't attend. But we're still having the assembly. So what would you describe these dancers as? What do they do? So they're going to do a cultural dance as well as a fire ceremony. So they'll be painted with the Indigenous symbols and they'll show you some music items they might use like clapsticks or the boomerang, didgeridoo, all those things. Okay, Ooh. sounds fun. Well, thank you for joining us today, Miss Field, and we hope you have an amazing day. No worries. Thanks, boys. Thank you, Kate and Oliver, for that interesting topic on NADOC Week. We're both looking forward to the special NADOC Assembly coming up. Now introducing Sunny and Tristan with some fun questions about our school's new feature. Thanks, Maddie and Annabelle. This term, we'll, we were so excited that the new playground for primary students was open and ready to use. I know I've been waiting and watching 
until my class could go on it. Today we'll be interviewing some students about their thoughts on the new school playground. Firstly, we have Rose from Year 3 and Luke from Year 4. So Rose, what was it like the very first time you went on the new playground? Um, when it when it was the first day back at school on Tuesday, me and my class got to go down to the new playground. It was really exciting and we had a lot of fun playing and there was a and there was a lot of stuff that we wanted to try out and we had a lot and a lot of fun. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I think year three was the first um, class to go on it, was it? Yes. All right. So it went like from the youngest classes to the oldest classes, like from year three up to year six. Yeah, but then it started raining. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Rose. Um, Hope you have the, a good rest of the year day. Now, Luke, what part of the new playground is your favourite and why? When I went on the first playground, um, it was very exciting. But when I was playing tag with my friends, I fell down the net and it was so funny um, getting away from one of my friends when they win. So, you see, the pole and the, the wall is my favourite because that that remembers me when I fell down. It was so funny. Yeah, the um, personally myself, when we first went on the new playground, I fell down the rope when we were playing tag, but somehow I still got away. Except we're still waiting for the week. Or, um, I feel like we're still waiting for all the mulch stuff to go down because one of my friends tripped over and he got a little cut from it. But, yeah. Mm. Thanks for joining us, Luke. I hope you have a good rest of your week. and. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully see you on the podcast again. Now we welcome Remy from Year 5 and Maddie from Year 6. Hello, Remy. How are you liking the playground so far? Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. In my opinion, the the two funnest things in the playground is probably going down the slippery dip and the locks on the bottom story. All right, have you unlocked one of those locks yourself? Not yet. Oh, well, I've been working on it for a few days, except I haven't been able to. I know a kid in your class who has, but. And uh, what rules did your class brainstorm before you went to the uh, to play on the playground? Well, my class had a big talk about all the rules, and I think I can remember a few. No running through the playground. No, only going down the slippery dip, not going up. And, of course, our school rules, no hands-on. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Remy. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Finally, we have Maddie. Do you have any creative games that you play on the new equipment? I definitely have a few games that I enjoy playing with all my friends. One of them is probably playing tag because it's really fun where you can weave throughout all the, all the equipment and it's just a really fun challenge. And maybe another one is the floor's lava where you can climb up all the equipment and get from one place to the other without touching the floor. Wow, well, that sounds pretty fun because I sure know that I've been playing a lot of tag 
with my friends on the new playground, especially on Wednesday last week when we go go out and try that all by ourselves. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Maddie. Hope hopefully we see you on the playground or sometime soon. Yeah. Sounds like everyone is really loving the new playground. Yes. And well, I know I've had some great games of tag on the playground. Yeah, it's been so fun. Next, we will hear from Grace and Elsie, who will be chatting with some St. Anthony's athletes who have competed in at the Zone Carnival. In week two, many St. Anthony's athletes competed at the Zone Athletics Carnival. They showed sportsmanship, dedication and hard work to achieve some amazing results. Grace, didn't you attend that Zone Carnival? I did. I met so many different friends and I did come first in the 100 metre and that's pretty much it. It was so fun as well. Wow, sounds like a great day. Let's hear from some other students who attended. Hi, Sienna. What events did you participate in at the Zone Athletics Carnival? Hi, Grace. At the Zone Athletics Carnival, I participated in the 100 metre, 200 metre and long jump. That sounds like you did a pretty good job. Did you make it to Dio for any events? Well, yes, I did, Elsie. I made it for high jump and discus, though they weren't held at the Zone Athletics. They were held at the regular athletics carnival. Are you excited to go to Dio? I'm very excited to go to Coffs Harbour next week. Sounds exciting. Welcome, Harper, from Year 4. How did you go at the Zone Athletics Carnival? I, I went really well. I, 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 I placed in, I placed in a lot of events. I placed in high long jump. I came third, and then in the two hundred I came first. The one hundred I came first. Eight hundred I came second, and the relay I came first. And I made it to high jump for, um, first up for high jump, and I'm going. And I got age champion. Getting age champion is such a massive achievement. What kind of things do you do to prepare for the carnival? I I go to training three times a week, and I do I do on Mondays I do longer distance, and then on Wednesday Wednesday morning and afternoons I go up to like shorter distance, and I put all my, like, I put um, all like, I put all the stress on me on my training in, and but then when it comes to my actual race, I'm I've no nerves, so I can just go and run it. Wow! Thanks for joining us, Harper. You should be so proud of all that you have achieved. Good luck at Dio. Hi, Max from Year Five. Thanks for joining us. What? What was your favourite part of the carnival? When we got announced first place of the whole carnival for the Champions Shield and everybody cheered very, very loudly. That sounds amazing. So St Anthony's won in the whole of the carnival. Yeah. How do you settle your nerves before an event? Well, I take some deep breaths and I only focused on myself and I ran my own race. Wow, sounds good. 
Great job to all the athletes who competed at the Zone Carnival. We can't wait to hear how you did it, how you got diet. Well, we've really got some talented superstars in our school. For Teacher High Five this episode, we will be hearing from Kaya and Sienna, who have a great chat with Miss Nelson. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Teacher High Five. Kaya and I have got a brand new guest with us today, Miss Nelson. Hi, girls. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked you've asked me to come on the podcast today. So, Miss Nelson, we've just got a few questions for you. Have you ever been overseas? Yes, I have. When I was um, 20, I went on a short trip with one of my best friends and we went to uh, London, Italy, Ireland and Belgium. That's so, that sounds so cool. My parents actually did a similar little thing. They went traveling around after they got out of school and that's where they met. Oh, how exciting. Well, I met lots of friends and I still am in contact with them today. And what was your favourite place when you went overseas? Um, My favourite part was when my friend and I went to Italy and would go out each night and they would bring out these giant pizzas that weren't just regular pizzas that we have here in Australia. They were the size of our table almost and we'd just be sitting there for hours eating pizza and bread and we'd walk home so full and it was just a beautiful really old unique um city that sounds so no. um, pizza is actually my favorite food what's your favorite kind of pizza well the pizzas that they um one of the actually it wasn't really a pizza it was um they brought out it was a pizza dough but it, what they would do is just cover it in oil and the tiniest little bit of parmesan cheese it was nothing like an australian pizza but my friend and I were addicted and I think we lived off um, pizza, <laughs> that sort of pizza for a whole week in Italy. We used to have a pizza oven in our old place and we did a similar thing. We had pizza dough and we would put garlic and salt and butter on it oh. and we'd put it into the pizza oven and let it cook for about 10 minutes. And it was like a nice salty garlic bread when it came out. Okay, well, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> So, Ms. Nelson, what is your favourite food? Well, I'm actually a sweet tooth and I've recently discovered these chocolates called Loco Love chocolates and they have them, they only sell them at a few places. They're hard to find, but they do sell them down here at the health food shop in Kingscliff and they have one and it's called um, Caramel and Cinnamon. And when you bite into it, it's like the chewiest, stretchiest caramel. And they're about $7 for two bites of chocolate, but it's totally worth it. And that's where all my money goes. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it does. Um, what school did you go to when you were younger? Well, I went to two schools. The first school I went to was a little town called Marulan, Um, And that's about a 12-hour drive from here. Um, that school had about 80 kids in there altogether. That's- and in my year four class, it was a combined year four, five and six class. And there were only 14 kids in the whole class. Wow. And then after that, I went to Pottsville Primary. What was your favourite subject when you were at primary school or even oh, high school? Uh, my whole life, I've always loved creative arts and visual arts and 
even all through high school, I majored in um, painting. And then I went on to do um, study fine arts at university as well. Oh, yeah. Is that so, when uh, you decided to become a teacher? I did, but um, yeah, I've always wanted to be a teacher. But yeah, that was, I think, after doing my art degree, I decided I'd like to bring that into school. Personally, my favourite subject is English. I'm jealous. I wish mine was English. Yeah. Well, my favourite subject would probably be art. Yeah, art yeah. is fun. That's my second favourite. It's very therapeutic. When you were younger, did you have a different dream instead of becoming a teacher? Um, I think when I was really young, I had um, a lot of different um, career paths every day I think I was changing my mind I wanted to be a hairdresser for years and years oh, and years there was something fascinating fascinating about them my and sister wants to be a hairdresser and she's just starting her tape course well my younger sister has been a hairdresser for 15 years but yeah then she ended up being the hairdresser and I decided to go with the teaching path yeah. Well, I actually enjoy hairdressing as well. I always braid my mum and sister's hair at home. It's very fun. It is. Um, do you have a phobia of anything? <gasps> yes, I do. I have a phobia. Um, well, a common one. It's a fear of heights. Oh, yes. But I did once try and conquer that fear and I went skydiving. <laughs> but um, a real phobia of mine that only my close friends know is I have a real phobia of cane toads really? and they terrify me I do too. the way they look once I their eyes once I went camping and we went down to this beach at night and there were cane toads everywhere and my that's daddy my even chucked man. one at me so he <laughs> caught it by the awful. leg caught <laughs> it by the leg and threw it at me at my house in certain seasons we have cane toads hiding behind all our pot plants and we have a lot of pot plants and they just like to jump out at you oh no one of my worst memories was at primary school when I first moved up here because we didn't have cane toads where I lived down the coast and there were little baby cane toads hopping all over the grass and I just stood there in fear and that was I think that triggered the phobia that was that like, moment actually actually what happened at our um, school camp in year four where it was wet and there were leeches everywhere and um our teachers and even some people from our class got them on their leg and one of my teachers had them on there for a whole day and it sucked out a lot of blood oh my goodness that's terrifying yes but when there was a little dam and when we went down there was lots and lots of baby cane toads okay well now I'm going to have a nightmare tonight so <laughs> well thank you for joining us today and do you mind if we get a high five each high five thanks so much girls for having me thank you for coming thank you bye bye we loved hearing and learning more about Mrs Nelson we hope to have you in our classroom soon Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Days at St. A's. Joining us next time to stay up to date with all that is happening at St. Anthony's. Bye for now.